Welcome, everybody, to the Truth Podcast in the first episode. Uh, me and Josiah, you know, appreciate everyone and listening and tuning in, you know, to, to what we're trying to create and trying to make. You know, we're trying to make something that, you know, listeners and people look forward to each week. Um, I'm, I'm going to be your co-host, Carter Brown, alongside with Josiah, the co-host, Josiah Diallos. And, you know, we're just, like I said, we're just trying to create something that gives people a platform and something that people look forward to listening to. Uh, briefly right here, I'm going to talk about, you know, what we're going to go into um, in this episode and then further uh, what we're going to talk about, you know, within the podcast as a podcast as a whole. So in this episode, you know, we're trying to give, you know, just an in- introduction about, you know, who we are and what we want to do um, with the podcast. And first, we're going to talk about why we stuck with the truth name and, and why we picked that as the name for the podcast. And after that, we're going to kind of go into, you know, who we are. Um, each of us, you know, has some stories and has some background information that we want to talk about and, and basically just hear us talk. And, you know, that's what we want this to be. We don't always want it to be, you know, strictly interviews or questions. We just want to have conversations and, and for people to hear those conversations and what we have to say. And then after that, you know, we'll briefly discuss what, what to look forward to in episode two. And I think once we have, you know, a guest on here and we have a better plan of what we're going to talk about, uh, we'll get rolling a little bit better. So just stick with us. It's the first one. Josiah, what's up? Good morning, man. Good morning, bro. It's good to hear from you. For sure, for sure. We're ready to get going. Um, so first off, we want to talk about why we stuck with the truth name. And uh, we started the truth brand or truth motto my sophomore year in Canyon Valley, Kansas. Uh, uh, Andy, my stepdad, I uh, was coaching girls basketball for seven, eight years in, in southwestern Kansas or in western Kansas. And um, after my freshman year, he took a boys job, a head boys job in Caney, Kansas, southeast Kansas, completely across the state. And the thing with Andy's past teams is he always had a motto or slogan for his teams. And um, that year in Caney, he decided to go with truth. It was it was a it was something Kobe said. Kobe had had a, a video and was talking about truth, and Andy went with that. Um, so we stuck with truth, and, and the meaning behind truth um, is basically, you know, the decisions and choices we make every day are, are going to reveal the truth about who we're going to be and the types of people that we're going to be. And, you know, like me and Josiah talked about before, is I don't think there's another thing that you can teach to kids or to young athletes, you know, that can better them as much as this. Um, so we stuck with it and, you know, Andy had changed it every single year prior, you know, every year he had a new thing cause it was a new team. Seniors come out, freshmen come in, it's a new group. So you change the motto. Well, we moved after that year again to Ogallala my junior year. Um, so it was my third high school in four years. Well, it was just too good. We kind of uh, adapted into it as a brand. So we kept truth and we kept the motto. And then obviously it took off, you know, Oglala the year before we got here, had gone to state, uh, was below 500. And then, you know, we showed up and kind of got the truth brand going and got some people bought in. We ended up going 28 and one that year, um, broke a lot of school records um, and then kept it again my senior year and obviously got to the state championship. So it works. Um, the brand works. And so that's why we stuck with it. Josiah, I think, you know, has a better, 
you know, realization and understanding of what truth means. And I think he's bought into it as well. Can you say the same? Yeah, I could definitely say the same. Um, you know, it's really just like a self evaluation about yourself and, um, mm-hmm. you know, just keeping it real, you know, not just taking yourself lightly or taking anything lightly. You know, you got to make sure you're being a hundred percent honest with yourself. And, uh, you know, like my freshman year, I was able to play with Drew Cookshausen as the leader. Um, Mm-hmm. He's the nation's leading three-point shooter from this past season at McNeese State. Um, you know, so he was a leader. So I learned a lot from him. We had a great season. We ended up losing by a last-second shot in the state championship. You know, and um, and it was a great season, and I learned a lot from him. But then my sophomore and junior year, um, I kind of fell off. Uh, during football season, I was gaining way too much weight, uh, weighing – the most was 245. So, I mean, as a basketball player, you weigh 245, and it's hard to, you know, actually play basketball uh-huh. the right way. And, yeah. um, you know, I was picking up fouls easier. I was getting tired faster. Uh, I wasn't athletic, wasn't as athletic, and I wasn't as fast as I know I could be. So, uh, um, you know, once junior year ended, the school year ended. Um, I told myself, like, I got one more shot to do, you know, what I've dreamed of doing since I was a kid, and that's winning a state championship and, you know, always just being a good athlete so people would remember, you know, like, yeah, I loved watch Just that – so people would think, like, yeah, I loved watching him and what he did was great. So, um, you know, I got busy in about two months – after school ended, I got down to about 198. Um, so just dropping a big number of weight, um, you know, just helped me so much better. And then uh, being able to play, you know, we played you guys in South Dakota. Um, and still, that was like the beginning phase of like my transformation. Exactly. And like, I can tell these guys and everybody listening that I saw that firsthand. Um because, you know, we got you guys at South Dakota in that semifinal of the tournament. Yeah. And, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough game. We had watched you guys play all tournament, and then I knew you were a good player. You know, my background um, being in Alliance for a while um, and knowing those people in an Alliance and Scott's Bluff, obviously. You know, there's connections there. It's only 45 minutes away. Um, so I knew who you were, and I knew you were good. And I and I just, you know, I wanted to play good, and I wanted to beat you guys bad. And, you know, luckily we came out and won. But basically the game plan – was he's quick, he's athletic, um, he doesn't have a great three-point shot, he's not a great outside shooter. So what I was doing is because we switched to man for that game. And what I was doing, I was giving you a little step because I, I couldn't stay with you laterally. So I gave you a little step so I could stick with you laterally um, and then, you know, closed out late, hoping, you know, if you're going to hit threes, you can beat us that way. And it worked out. We won. Yeah. And then we played you guys again, you know, not even a month later in gearing um in that little try thing and we beat you guys didn't have the full squad but we beat you guys again basically the same game plan you know i was telling um some of the guys we didn't have our full team either but i was telling some of the guys playing up on at the guard spot to to kind of late contest and let you shoot that three and if you beat us that way then we'll live with it yeah um and we got away with it again and then we played you in that jamboree game about four or five months later (laughs) (laughs) in the in the scrimmage right before the season started we went down to bluffs you know, the whole game, you know, I knew it was going to be a good atmosphere. You know, it was the, it was the opening of the season. Everybody's excited. Um, 
And, you know, I'm telling those guys the same thing because we, we then had pretty much our full squad and we had some different guys playing up at the guard spot in our matchup zone. And, you know, I'm telling them, hey, um, let them shoot. Contest late. Um, do what we've been doing. And you came out and hit eight bombs. You hit eight trades <laughs> against us. And I was like, oh, I said, that's all me. That's all me. But I didn't know um, that you were you were losing that much weight. I mean, that's that's the reason why I'm glad that you're on here with me is because I know you're a guy that's bought in. I know you're a guy that's going to work um, to get to where he's going to be and to where he needs to be. And that's that's the whole point of this podcast. And that's the whole point of what we're trying to do is is explain, you know, that, you know, if you want something, go get it. And I think that, you know, we've both tried to do that. And, and what you said about, you know, this being your last year, um, high school goes by so fast, man. You start your freshman year and people are telling you, like, you know, embrace it because it moves by so fast. And when you're a freshman, you know, you try to think about it. I tried really hard to, to embrace it and be mindful of every single moment that I got within high school. And, you know, you can hang on to every single moment that you get and it still – it still just blows by. And, you know, I think that when you're a senior, you have some some experience. And I think that something we talk about is that seniors have a certain sense of urgency that, you know, underclassmen and other guys don't have. Um, because everything you do, um, you're thinking to yourself, you know, it's getting closer to the last time. And so, and so with that comes like a, se- a certain sense of urgency and, you're, you, you know, a certain – aspect of you know you want to work harder and you're taking everything more personal because it may be the last time you do it definitely bro you know because like you know being told like as a younger classman even like in middle school uh you're always told that high school is gonna just blow past you know and you Mm -hmm. just just shrugged it off i was like nah like this Mm -hmm. is four years i'm gonna be here for a while like i'm gonna get my stuff done i'm gonna be fine you know, and like I said, my sophomore, junior year, I feel like I did not produce as an athlete like I should have. I felt like I could have mm-hmm. been done a lot of things better and could have had a better career as a high school athlete if I would have took it more serious, you know. And then when senior year came, it, you know, I got like the flight or, uh, flight or fight uh, reaction in my body because it was rather – you know, I'm not going to go anywhere and play or I'm not going to go to somewhere I want to play or I'm going to go get busy and then get to what I want to what I want to do and show people who I am, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and that's like just certain people have that and I think it doesn't come with everybody, but you know, when you can have that on a team, especially a high school team, you know, you got something special. Like we talked about it before this um just about how, you know, every guy, you know, going to a college team, whether it be us at WNCC or anywhere, you know, guys playing college basketball, when they're in high school, you know, those all of your teammates are the guys on the team. They were the, the, the leading scorer. They were the best player. They were the guys getting recognition. Um, and when you have those types of guys, um, you know, that understand that everybody on the team matters, um, you know, the guy, the last guy on the bench that, that never gets recognized what he does in practice every day matters. And when you when you have that big dog or that top guy com- continuously telling him on the end of the bench that he matters and what he's doing is very important, then you have something special because those types of kids and those types of guys need that, need that you know, reinforcement and that, that confidence. And, and, you know, when you can continue to do that without, throughout your whole team, and it doesn't matter whether it's an athletic team, a company, a business organization, organization if you're successful – 
that's the type of people you have, um, you know, working for you. And, and when you have that, it can be it can be something special. Feel that, bro. Like, you know, I agree with everything that you're saying because you know, if one person is not on board, then you know the sh- the ship might sink. You know, you have to exactly. have everyone on board. You got to make sure that everyone's exactly. on the same page. And you know, um, being the top guy at Scotts Bluff, uh, especially for basketball, it was sure that I made everyone feel special because um mm-hmm. you know if the scout guys the guys who didn't don't get the recognition and who don't really get to play uh throughout the year and you know if they didn't bring their all during practice you know I don't think we would have found around this year. Exactly. For sure. I mean you got guys that are coming and, and making you work every single day and if that doesn't happen then you know you don't get better every day. So uh it's it's extremely hard to to do that and and continue to come every day and do what they do when they don't get all the recognition and they they might not get the minutes that you know top guys get so you know those guys are important and I think that's what's so special about you know going to WNCC next year and that's why I made the decision so easy because I knew some guys like you and Connor and then talked to them and you know we had that connection we had those conversations about hey like nothing matters other than just winning. Um, and, you know, we want to get this thing back on track. And, you know, the sophomores that are coming back in those Zoom meetings, they continue to talk about how, you know, leave your ego at the door. You know, we got to do everything we can just to be successful. And when you have older and upperclassmen telling you that as a freshman coming in, you know, it's it's very positive vibes and it's a very positive feeling. And, you know, I think that it, it's the reason why, you know, we're very confident and we're going to be, you know, as long as we put in the work and do what we need to do, you know, I, I have a feeling we're going to be pretty successful. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I picked WNCC because they have a winning culture. You know, like, as soon exactly. as Corey – like, even a little bit before Corey came in, but, like, when Corey and uh, Billy came in and started coaching up at WNCC, like, the whole culture changed. The It's like mm-hmm. the community came back and was supporting them and living right here in the town that they play in, like, I was able to go to almost every home game the last two years. So, like... Mm-hmm. And that's cool. You know, like, I know they got... Yeah, yeah, so, like, I was able to see, like, the games they won, games they lost, but, you know, but, like, looking at, like, Corey and, like, their top players, like, they never, like, put their head down. Like, they were just like, all right, like, this might be a loss, but we got to keep moving forward. Like, and that's what I want. I just want to be able to, like, be with around guys who want the same thing as me who want to go on to bigger colleges. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we got. For sure. 100%. Because I think it's really good when, you you know, we're very confident people. And when you have two coaches like Billy and Corey that are very, very confident people and that, you know, are bought into to us and trying to do what's best for us, it's a great feeling. And that's, you know, that was another reason. I mean, those guys know yeah. what they're doing, man. Um, you know, Corey and Billy both made it really easy for – it made it – they made it an easy decision, man. They – um, you know, I appreciate everything they've done, and and they're gonna they're gonna continue to you know hopefully, you know do put us in the in the right places to to be successful, and um, you know I I look forward to it, and you know Josiah's got to go uh, to work. Also, to, to, you know, for the people listening to to this, you know, there's a difference between cocky and confidence. You know, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I've been trying to say that for years. I've been trying to say that for you. I hate I, the word cocky. I man. do I too. I, 
you know, we're confident people and it shows and some people just take it the wrong way. But I love that. I love that you brought that up. I've been trying to tell people for years. I hate yeah, the work. I hate it too, bro. It's when you put, your, <laughs> when you put time into the game, you know, you have a, you have a different exactly. type of swagger to when you're playing, when you're playing, mm-hmm. you know, and I hear a lot of people talking about me and you, especially during high school, about how we do a little bit too much when we're, or yeah. you know, after we score a basketball, you know, but it's just it's just all swagger, you yeah. know. We're not there to like be it cocky. Is. We're just there, like that's just how we play. It's the passion and yes, love sir. for the game, man, and all the time that we put in. But besides, got to go to work, so we're gonna end it there. We I want to briefly talk about. I want to thank all you guys first for tuning in and listening. Um, stick with us next week. We're gonna have our second episode, and we're gonna bring bring in here. Uh, college basketball player Caleb Grill. Um, he was a uh, shooting guard at Iowa State last year. Um, played a lot as a freshman. Um, transferred out and is going to UNLV this next year. Um, graduated from Mays High, Kansas. Played with him on AAU for a couple years, and you know he's a great kid. He's been through some stuff through the you know the recruiting and college process. So he'll be he'll be great to come in here and talk about that adversity and what he's gone through and. It'll be a good episode. So stick with us and, and tune in next week. And, you know, we look forward to Tune in to next it. week, and we'll see y'all. Be safe. Yeah, see y'all later.